Welcome to Adventures in Creativity, a show fueled by conversations and curiosity with your host, David Swiduck. It's fascinating to me how sometimes it seems like the universe just knows what you're in the mood for, what your kind of current creative mindset is, and all of a sudden we'll just start serving it up over and over and over. So you're seeing these things, the same ideas pop up in all kinds of places. Hey guys, I'm David Swidek. This is the Adventures in Creativity podcast, and I've got something today I want to talk about. We're going to touch base on it. I don't think this is going to be a real long episode, just something I kind of wanted to... I don't know, more throw out there than anything, give you guys something to think about. And then we can, uh, maybe dive into it a little deeper sometime because I, I'm not sure quite where my mind is sitting on all of this stuff or the topic we're going to talk about. And it's the idea about when to stop. Now I started this off talking about the universe, kind of throwing out these ideas and that's kind of a separate idea in and of itself, but it's going to lead into this. So I think the best thing to do at this point is let's just jump right in. And uh, of course, if you want to check out any show notes or links or anything else, head over to davidswiduck.com or follow me on Twitter at davidswiduck and uh, see more about what we have going on. But for now, let's jump into it. All right. So what are we talking about? When to stop? Now, Before we can get into that, I want to talk a little bit about the idea of, like I mentioned earlier, the universe just kind of throwing things at you. When you see something you're interested or you get an interesting thought, all of a sudden it just keeps popping up all over the place, more and more and more. What's happening for me is that I had been reading a book lately, um, trying to finish it up. I started it a while back and just forgot about it. So I'm finishing it up. It's called The Creative Fight by Chris Orwig. And... um, It's an excellent book. I I love Chris's books. I've got all of his other ones. He's got a new one coming out this April as well. But this book is all about, I mean, it kind of leans heavily on photography because he's a photographer, but it definitely skews to all sorts of different um, creative processes and outlets. You know, it's not just a photography book. But there was a section I read, you know, that talked about knowing when to stop with a project. And, you know, kind of the idea that so often as creatives, we get into these things and we just kind of keep going and going and going and we don't know when to end it. And I don't mean stop as in, you know, I'm going to stop being a photographer. I mean, knowing when that project is finished, you know, when that series or whatever it is you're working on actually is finished. And I started thinking about this a little more and, you know, thinking about the idea of, ending. And then I realized, you know what, almost a year ago on the website, I had written an article and that article was called, have I created enough? And what was going on at that time is I was feeling very, very much in a creative slump. And so I had this idea, you know, this, this article popped into my mind of, have I created enough? I had put out some messages on Twitter and and had said in that article, you can see them there, that sometimes as a photographer, I feel like maybe I've created enough. No need to keep shooting the same stuff. Time to pack up the cameras and call it quits. And I'll spend the next 10 years really going through all the photos I've made and just do something with them. Today is one of those days. 
Now, obviously, I, I didn't quit shooting. You know, I'm still shooting. And and the topic in that article actually goes on to say that you know, essentially, you know, let's let's call it what it is. I'm not ready to quit. I'm I'm still creative. I'm still a photographer and everything else. It's just I'm in a creative slump. And 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 since at that point you kind of hit your low, you know, and and you feel like you know maybe you just need to change things up or something isn't working. And, you know, kind of the idea that we can't always be creatively inspired all the time. I mean, sometimes we're going to be working through these times where we're not really feeling it, but we know we've just got to keep creating to, you know, find something that's going to click for us. And that's cool. Everything works out awesome there. But the article got me thinking because I'd seen it a little while back and then I was reading this book with Chris Orweg and, and he was talking about, you know, when to stop on a project and kind of finding that. And the idea that all stories, you know, as a photographer, we've heard the phrase, you know, a, a picture is worth a thousand words. Well, that's true. And and we look at the culture today with social media and Instagram and, and Twitter and Facebook and all of that. But we've gotten away from the idea of shooting in, in terms of a series of photos. Everything is about making that one home run image, it seems. And it's it's a lot tougher to put together a string of images where as a whole, they're much stronger than any one single image could be. And they tell that story spread out from, you know, beginning, middle and end. And then something else happened. Um, I was, I was at home last week with my, my youngest was sick with a flu bug again, or some kind of stomach bug. And I know it'll sound weird. He's seven, but he loves Metallica because his daddy loves Metallica and, and I grew up listening to it. And so, but the weird thing is, is much like myself, when he's wanting to relax and unwind, I can throw Metallica on and we'll, you know, it'll calm him down. He'll sit back, he'll relax. I've got a metal head for a kid and I love it. But we were sitting down and, and he wanted to to throw on some music while well, because he wasn't feeling great, just wanted to relax and fall asleep or whatever. And so I threw on, uh, went through in Spotify and threw on a, a Metallica album that I hadn't listened to in a long time. And it got me thinking because as he was laying there and we were just hanging out, I listened to the album from start to finish. You know, I didn't, I didn't just jump through a playlist of, of songs and, you know, skip from one tune to the other. I took time to listen to the full album and it really hit me. It was a, a very different experience. And something, uh, if you want to hear more about that too, I'm going to be talking with Adam about that on this week's episode of Digital Soup, which you can find over at digitalsouppodcast.com. Shameless plug. <laughs> but no, it's a topic we're going to talk about there as well a little bit. But this happened to me and it kind of hit me and I, I stopped for a minute afterwards, uh, like a day or two later, because I put up a, another tweet about it saying, hey, you know, haven't done this in a long time, gave my thoughts, you know, a few thoughts on my impressions of listening to an album from start to finish. And then it hit me like, this is all the universe sending me more and more and more about this same idea of, you know, when do we stop? When do we know when we've captured enough and we've created enough and then it's time to basically say, okay, here's the ending of that story. Let's put it together and release it as a whole, you know, cover to cover, so to speak. And it's kind of a fascinating concept for me because, you know, so often... Like I mentioned, I, I get in that habit. I go out shooting. I'll make a, let's say I went out, come back with, just for the sake of a, a, a round number, let's say I come back with 100 images. I'll get those images dumped onto my computer. 
and take a look at them and I'll pick out maybe two or three or four at best that I really like. I'll edit those and spend a little time with them, send them up to my website so that I can grab them to share easily later, be it in blog post or social media or whatever else. And then I go out and repeat that process. I go out and shoot some more, go out and dump those images on my computer and I go pick my favorite three or four and the rest of them just get ignored. And it's, it's something I've been noticing in my work. And over this winter, I may have talked about this before here, um, or it could have been over on shutter time with Mac. I can't remember now, but, um, get into this, this habit of doing that. And then I've, this winter has been so incredibly busy. I have not had a chance to really get out making new work a ton. I've shot a couple of rolls of film now through my medium format film camera that Mac gave me, uh, gifted me so kindly. That was amazing. And I'm having a blast with that and made a few digital images, but by and large, I have not had a chance to get out shooting all that much because it's just been so busy lately. And, you know, that happens. And, and I find myself feeling, um, <laughs> for lack of a better term, a, a little creatively strangled because I can't get out and do what I want to do. But I'm also trying to go in and make sure that, you know, since I can't get out shooting, I've got this entire body of work from the last couple of years that I have done nothing with. And so I'm trying to kind of go back and, and look at some things and realize, okay, I've got this and this, and here's some themes there. Oh man, these images work well together and kind of rediscovering work that I shot at, at sometimes, like I said, two years ago now or more that I never even took the time to, to go back and look at or process or do anything with just because I had picked up my top, you know, two or three favorites to share on Instagram or whatever it is. And then I moved on and I, I got thinking of this and, and it's like, okay, let me get into this and start putting together some, some projects. And I've kind of hinted at it before, both here and in other places that I've had some projects I've been working on long-term for since last summer. Um, at the end of when I was in that creative rut in May here, I was really struggling when I wrote this article I mentioned, Have I Created Enough? Which you can go check that out. It's linked up here, and you'll find it over at my website at davidswadek.com. But when I wrote that, that was that was in May. I was struggling, and by about July, I had the idea for the first project and then a second idea. And I finally now, I don't think they're done. I think the the, the projects will probably continue a little bit. But the one especially would be an ongoing thing. But it's kind of the idea that when to stop. And, and this is what's got me thinking about it because I started shooting these two projects, which I have kept under wraps up to now. And I'm going to tell you what they are. If you go onto my website um, and you hit, there's a button that'll just say projects up on top. There's a project called Solitary Refinement and a project called Sign Language. These are two projects I started last summer and started shooting new work for it. And then I realized, you know what, I've got a lot of this work already shot. And so I started going over it this winter, since I can't get out creating new work, I've been trying to go through past work and really build up and, and try and work on doing something with all these images. And what I'm realizing is that, okay, so I'm doing this. When, when do I stop? When do I have my full album? When do I know I've listened to this thing cover to cover? And this is the story I want to tell. And I, I think it's a question I, I can't answer right now. And it's something I, you know, maybe it's a situation where we we'll just know it when it happens. We'll just know it when we feel it. I'm not sure. What do you guys think? You know, it's, it's kind of tricky. And so 
in fa- in in that fashion, you know, talking about the fact I haven't really been shooting more of the universe throwing this out, you know, knowing I've been chewing on this idea and thinking about it. I listened to a, an episode this morning of um it's the the Photography Matters podcast with Ted Vieira and he does like this he has his main Photography Matters show, which is usually a little bit longer, and then he does these daily episodes also. They're shorter, 10 minutes or so. They're called Inspirations. And um, it's Inspirations? I forget. Um, Ted, I'm sorry. I, I know you're probably not listening to this, but if I'm butchering the name, I just don't have it right in front of me. But it's something like that, these daily episodes of things that he just wants to share with you, these little ideas. And he was talking about a photographer that he couldn't remember the name of, but this guy, he's he's intense, and he goes out and he shoots for two months a year and really gets detailed. And you know, now that I think of it, maybe he did have his name, and I'm just unprepared. <laughs> I don't have it in front of me, but it just popped into my head. But anyways, this photographer will go out, and he'll spend two months of this intense photography. He goes out, he's got an idea for the project he's working on that year, and for that two months, that's all he's doing is shooting. And, and Ted mentions in his episode that this guy will come back with like 25,000 images over the course of those two months, and then he doesn't shoot anymore the rest of the year. He spends the rest of the year kind of curating, um, putting together the the production side, the the project side, and saying, okay, this one's going to be a book. These are going to be prints. This is going to be X, Y, Z, you know, whatever it is. And he, then he aggressively markets it and everything, spends eight, you know, all, all those months, not eight, 10 months out of the year, um, promoting and, and creating the work outside of the photography. And then two months gathering all the materials, shooting intensely for um, all the, uh, the upcoming year's project. And it's kind of it's got me thinking a little bit because, you know, I don't know if I could walk away from photography for, you know, multiple months out of the year, but I also don't know that I do enough time, uh, put in enough time where I'm not shooting, where I'm taking time to intentionally go through the work I'm creating, find the you know, the projects and continue to, you know, plan for those. And, and, you know, if I need to shoot new work to, to fill in gaps in the project or, or further that, whatever I'm doing, then I can plan on that. But also once I have the images, I don't put in the time to follow through to complete these projects. And it's a, it's a, it's a real problem for me, I think, where it's almost like I'm a digital hoarder, you know, I'm a photographic hoarder. And I just, I got to keep creating more and more and I sit on them and they're filling hard drives. And, what am I doing with them? You know, when is it time to stop and and turn around and actually just do something with our photography? So in typical fashion of the universe serving up more and more of this, the other day in our, our collective, we have a um, handful of, of friends and photographers, fellow photographers in there that we've we've got this group I've mentioned before, and we're working on putting some things forward to finally make our stuff public, but that's a different topic. But in that group, there was a discussion being had about this. And uh, my friend Antonio had kind of, him and I were chatting about it. And I said, you know, I kind of feel like I need to go through all of my images I've got um, in my Lightroom catalog and and in these hard drives just stored up because so many of them from when I was just getting started were just terrible images, you know, snapshots that are not important. Um, I won't, I won't ever delete or get rid of any, anything to do with like family or friends, any, anything memorable like that. Those are memories 
that's something different. But when it comes to like, okay, I took 47 pictures of these red leaves out in the woods with different, slightly different compositions, slightly different framing, and all 47 of them are actually pretty terrible. And, you know, part of me feels like I need to go back and just start getting rid of some of that stuff because I'm never, ever going to look at it or use it for anything. And it's, it's this digital hoarding mentality. And I, you know, don't know when to stop. I just keep collecting it and it's not doing anything. And Antonio had mentioned, you know, he couldn't, for him, the time involved, cause he's got these massive, massive libraries from all of his, all of his years shooting. Um, no way he could, the, the time it would take to do that would not be worth it. He just easier for him just to kind of set it and forget it, so to speak. Let that let that work. Just sit there in the archives, and even if it's not any good or something, he would you know doesn't need to keep. Just let it sit there because it take more time and effort than it's worth to go in and remove it. So we were talking about that, and it's like, man, the universe. It. it I mean, do you guys find this? Maybe it's just me, and maybe I'm crazy, or just you know having a hippie moment, or who knows what. Do you guys find this, though, that when you get an idea and you're really thinking about something, you're wrestling with it, you all of a sudden, sudden, I can't talk, all of a sudden start to just see more and more and more of it popping up all over the place? That's something you guys run into, like different different versions of it, different ideas, different things. I mean, you know, you see the books in, in the series, the, um, what was it called? The Secret from a few years ago. That was the big one, right? And it's the power of persuasive thinking or whatever it is where you you put out your desires into the universe and your wishes and they will, you know, they'll come back to you or whatever and be fulfilled. And I don't know if I buy into that. There may be something to it and it may be just a mindset where you're looking for stuff subconsciously, but I'm really seeing more and more of this lately and it's got me really thinking about this idea, when to stop. For you guys, reach out to me when you hear this and shoot me a message. Um, be it publicly on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, or head to my website, or you can always DM me on Twitter or something like that if you don't want to make it public. But but get a hold of me somehow because I I really want to know from you, like how do you approach that? You know, when you're working on on say a photography project, how do you know when to stop? You know, wh- when that project is done, and if if you're a painter, how do you know when that painting is done? You know, if if you're writing, how do you know when your story is finished? You know, how do you come up with that? If you're a musician, like, like listening to this, this album the other day from, from start to be, you know, start to finish, I should say, start to beginning. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, Start to finish. You know, they, they had a very clear process in mind. They had their tracks they wanted and they sequenced them exactly how they wanted them to be. And they laid it out to tell the kind of the story of this album and it, it all flowed together and it's the intended way they wanted people to listen to it. But how do they know when to stop, when when that track was there? Because one of the thoughts I had personally on that album I listened to, sl- slight side tangent, there's a track, it's the uh, third to last track on that album. And there's two more tracks that come after, both good songs. But I, you know, when I listen to it, it's like, oh, I wish that song was the ending to this album. It, it just felt like it would have been a great ending spot and then just move those other, just reverse it, you know, put that one at the end and move the other two up a little bit. But they have their reasons for that as an artist, you know, and, and why they do that. And it's just got me, my mind is kind of spinning and just chewing and chewing on this idea because how do you know when to stop? How do you, what, what is it that tells you? What is it that makes you think, okay, I'm done now? 
these projects I mentioned on my my own site. The one is called Sign Language. Um, the the general idea, without getting into too many detailed specifics, you can check it out on the website if you want. It's it's ongoing, and I don't know if it's gonna. My idea was to have it end up as some sort of a small book or zine or something like that, and uh, put it up there so anyone who wanted it could could pick up a copy. I'm not sure what's going to happen with that, but the idea, anyways, was I live in a very small rural area. There's a lot of real small towns, and as such, there was lots of old, you know, mom and pop businesses and the the smaller community feel. And so a lot of the old signage um, from businesses, you know, that the the kind that would be either freestanding in the parking lot or attached to the side of the building, they're kind of those old, um, I don't know how to explain them with words. You'll know it when you, when you see the images, if you go look at them, you'll know what I'm talking about. These old signs, like kind of hand painted, but also the mix of lights and stuff that go into them. And just, it, it's from that era. And so many of them now are disappearing. The businesses are long gone, or maybe they're updating and, and trying to get more modern with their signage or going to neons or who knows, you know, whatever they're doing. But so many of these old signs are disappearing. And so I had this idea for sign language being number one to try and document as many of these, you know, cool old signs around here as I can before they disappear for good. But also at the same time, the language part of it is like, you know, they, they, these signs had a language all of their own back then. They really communicated to you like, here's this kind of business, you know, a liquor store sign would look very different from say a car dealership or um, a bar and restaurant or whatever else. And they all had their own unique characteristics and their own language behind it. And I think in some ways that language is is still telling their story to this day, even though they're silent. Those businesses aren't aren't there anymore, you know, in most cases. And if they are, um, you know, they're kind of moving on with, with new stuff. But these signs have a language all their own. And it reminded me of sign language because it's a silent language being spoken to to remind us if you care to stop and, and look at it. Um, remind us of days gone by and of, of, of a different time. And that's how I came to that project. And it's like... I don't know what the natural ending to that project is. Do I keep shooting until I've got all the signs? I get them all like Pokemon. I collect them all. Got to gotta collect them all. Got to catch them all. I mean, I don't think that's it. And, and I was originally thinking I wanted to get a lot more. And actually, I know I, have, I don't have as many as I want quite yet. There's a few more I want to get, and I've got to get working on that before they disappear. But I don't know that I need to have 500 different signs in this thing. You know, it's, it's a matter of like, if I can, you know, maybe if I can get 20 or, or so 30 of them, maybe that's enough to put together a small zine or, or a small book and have that speak for itself. It's enough to, to be that, that album, so to speak. But I, it, it's interesting to me, the idea of when to stop the other one's much bigger, solitary refinement. It's kind of the idea of enjoying, um, these peaceful, moments and in day-to-day life, I guess how I have it described um, when you look at the gallery is that it's seeking peace in the silent moments. It's an ongoing project exploring the peaceful, solitary moments of small towns and rural locations across Northeastern Minnesota where I'm at. And all it is, is it's, it's these very kind of, kind of small moments around the small towns and little, little scenes where they're just kind of those, those quiet moments that people walk by all the time, but they're they can be crazy beautiful and, and very much like rewarding. If you, if you, if you slow down and take the time to refine your vision enough where you start noticing these things, and that's one gift that photography gives, you start really seeing how awesome these are. 
um, and, and just how how much these little moments and little slices of life kind of speak to to you as an individual. Maybe it's just to me as as the artist. I'm not sure, but that's that's not for me to decide. You know, for anyone else. But that's the idea behind it. And that one's a lot longer. I think I have. Um, a little over 60 images in there right now. And I'll probably call that down a little bit and I'll probably add more to it as well. And it's just like another one of those interesting things. What's, what's the natural end point? When is that album finished? How do I want it? I don't, I don't know yet. Not quite sure. And, and so I, I'd love to hear from you guys on, you know, not, not necessarily on my projects when you think I should end them because maybe you think they're stupid and <laughs> you say you should have, should have ended them after the first three images, but more, more so in terms of, uh, you know, for you, when you're working on stuff creatively, how do you know? What are those indicators that you have that it's time to be done, that it's time to stop? All right, guys. So that was enough for me rambling. I hope you hope that made sense for you guys. Like I said, it's just an idea I have. And uh, I'm going to let you think about that. And if you want to check out the show notes again, you can find it all over at davidswiduck.com or um, hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever, at David Swiduck as well. So as always, guys, this adventure has come to an end. But of course, it's not the only ending. We have new adventures coming up. In fact, next week, I'm going to do something special. I, I've mentioned it before that I'm going to start just bringing in my friends to just have these kind of informal conversations. They're not going to be the full-on interview-type conversations, much more of just you know chatting with my creative friends about creative stuff and and just enjoying uh, some good conversations in that that respect. And I've got my good friend, Mac, from Shutter Time uh, coming on to join me. We're going to hit record here um, this week. And so that'll come up for you next week in the episode there. We've got some things we're going to talk about. So stay tuned to that. I've also been recording some brand new conversations. I've got two of them in the can ready to go, which means I may honestly start releasing the conversations uh, maybe every other week. Um So twice a month instead of once a month. We'll see if we can make that work. We'll see what happens. But um, just had a couple of great conversations there in the last couple of days as well. So we've got a lot of cool stuff coming up. And I do want to just take a second and say thank you so much to all of you guys for listening and joining the adventures. The the feedback I've been getting and and the the people reaching out, you guys have been incredibly inspiring to me. And and it, it makes me so very happy to see that this show on some level, maybe not every episode, but on some level, the show is connecting with, with you guys, you know, the, the, those of you that are taking time to join me on these, these adventures are finding some value in it. And I love that so much, not because I want to hear myself talk and hear my, hear people say that I'm, you know, important to them for some reason, but more just because much like I talked about in this episode about the universe kind of feeding you what you put out into it. Um, I've been finding so much lately that I've, I've really been trying to stay focused on being very positive, um, keeping a positive outlook on things and kind of, for lack of a better term, trying to be a cheerleader for the other awesome people out there, you know, other creatives that I'm, I'm meeting and, and getting to know and my friends and things like that. And really just kind of taking the idea of, look, we're all in this together. Let's let me help build you up just as much, you know, and, and sharing. And I've talked about it here before about, you know, so many creatives out there are doing awesome things that nobody knows about. Even if I can shine a little bit of a tiny little spotlight on them, cause I don't have a huge following. Um, you know, as far as social media or any of that. So if I can help shine a little bit of spotlight, just put a little more positivity in the world, a little more encouragement, 
And it seems like it, it keeps coming back and we find more and more of these people that are all on board. And I love that so much about you guys because it feels like the more I've tried to do that, the more you guys have tried to do it. And it just impacts so many people. It just trickles to everybody where we're spreading positivity. We're having these fun adventures. We're all learning from it and we're all being inspired. So I really, really want to say thank you. And, and I appreciate that so much. And it's purely from not a personal gains place. It's it's purely from helping to build this community that is growing and, and the positivity is infectious and the inspiration is infectious. And I am so excited about it and um, glad to be a part of it and kind of just be a tour guide. You know, like we say, this is the adventures in creativity. I don't have all the answers. I'm just a tour guide to help us kind of uh, navigate through and go have some fun and, and remember that creativity, while it can be very serious and very stressful at times, it can also be one of the most important things we have in our life for, for our own mental health and everything else. So again, I'm rambling, but thank you so much, guys. As always, I want you guys to stay on the lookout for your own adventures and creativity. And if you have something you're doing that's awesome, please do reach out. I mean, we had the episode with Eric here just the other week, and that was fantastic. Last week, that was a terrific conversation, terrific feedback on that episode as well. And that all happened because he's he reached out to me and said, hey, man, I'm doing something I think you might dig. You know, you want to look at it and see what you think. And we were in, I had a couple other people reach out as well that we're working on scheduling for. So if you're doing something cool and, and you're excited about the stuff you're creating, by all means, give me a shout and I'll be happy to talk to you. But until then, guys, I do want to thank you again for stopping by to this Adventures in Creativity episode. I hope it wasn't too rambly for you. I'm not going to lie. I'm in a stretch here where I'm recording four podcast episodes in the matter of two days. And my brain's swimming a little bit, trying to keep them all separate. But until next week, guys, take care. Be kind to each other. Keep that positivity flowing. Stay on the lookout for your own adventures in creativity. And I look forward to talking with you guys and with my good friend Mac next week. We'll talk to you then. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening. Music in this episode is provided by the band Portrayal. It's a track called Lost Souls. You can find it at freemusicarchive.org.